0: Okay, welcome everyone. You've just tuned into the inaugural episode of GGC Insights, Navigating Sustainability by Global Green Connect, the podcast where we navigate the ever-evolving landscape of sustainability. I'm your host, Leonard, and today we'll be embarking on this exciting adventure brought to you by the visionaries at Global Green Connect. In the next 20 minutes, we'll be exploring the beginnings of Global Green Connect and why sustainability is at the heart of this company. But before that, let me introduce our founder and CEO, Christina Lee, who is a seasoned media professional turned impact and social entrepreneur. She is deeply passionate about sustainability, education, and business. She has been driving the sustainability ecosystem that provides sustainability consulting and training services in Asia for Global Green Connect for a decade now. Christina, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Leonard, for having me today.
0: Christina, look, let's have a chat about your personal journey and motivation uh, behind starting Global Green Connect. So can you maybe share a little bit about what motivated you to come into the sustainability space?
1: Okay, thank you so much, Lennar, for having me. And as you mentioned that I was uh, in media industry for 17 years and then turned into um, sustainability business. So when I was working for my former employer, Business Week and Bloomberg, I was running a conference in green business. And I think the first one was in 2009, quite a long time ago. And we held the conference in um, Tianjin in China. And that was the first time that when we brought over 600 C-level executives from around the world to talk about sustainability and green business. And I think that was the eye-opening moment for me when I realized that um, there are a lot of, challenges or issues that are created actually from business and of course policymaker and financiers play a role as well then that was when i call my aha moment when i wanted to um, use conference and business to really change the narrative and the outlook of how business should be run yeah so that's how i you know dig deeper working with a lot of uh Uh, international speakers and business entrepreneurs in this space. And um, little that I know, 2012, I quit my corporate job and started uh, Global Green Economic Foundation, which is a social enterprise. And subsequently, we have uh, Global Green Connect, which is our company that provides sustainability training and consulting services today.
0: Yeah, incredible. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, ESG wasn't even a a term that was... Used or existed. Were there any pivotal moments or experiences that made you realize the importance of sustainable practices and what kind of drove you to go down this route?
1: Well, I think it's a purpose. You know, when we started the business, you know, yes, you know, we we're very passionate about the cause. And but also I think it's the purpose and there's a need and demand. And you're right, uh, 10, 11 years ago, not many people understand the word of uh, sustainability or ESG. Matter of fact, even UN SDG goals, the 17 goals um, didn't even exist. But we really see the impact work that we have done and how we can transform people, lives, and how these individuals can bring impact into our community. I I like to talk about our social enterprise, GGF, where we sponsor outstanding youth um, to participate in international expeditions. And all these individuals, they come back, um, I think what they do in their job or community are really influencing millions or billions of livelihood. Um, For example, you know, one of the uh, gentlemen that we sponsor to international expeditions with Robert Swan, he went to Antarctica and he made a pledge that he wanted to come back and join the finance industry and use finance to make impact, which he did subsequently he joined uh, ocbc for to set up the esg framework under the risk management and then he became to uh, became the esg head for dbs and pivoted into a esg head for aib bank based in beijing right now so you know these individuals are doing incredible work um which one organization or even one government can really do to change everything. I think every individual need to step up and how we can play a role by empowering them. And I have a lot of hope in the young people to make change. And um, and I think these are great example and impact work that we've done in the past 10 years.
0: Mm, yeah, incredible. I mean, it really is the next generation that, I mean, you clearly said that is to push the sustainability uh into the future so we've talked about your journey for the past uh 10 years Uh, where do you see global green connect and the sustainability movement in the next five to 10 years say
1: well I don't really have a crystal ball but you know I think we all can feel the heat You you know if I mean of course we but based in Singapore we can really feel the heat but I think globally we have seen a very hot summer And I think um, the extreme weather is not just the heat, but also an extreme winter and also the flood and the drought all over, you know, all, all around the world, including in Australia. So I think everybody knows that there is a need that we all need to step up and do something. And of course, you know, with the COP28, where there are a lot of people will be business leaders and government uh, policymakers are going to gather to talk about the climate change challenge. So I think both businesses and individuals and uh, financiers as well as policymakers, we all need to step up and do something about climate change. Um, but I think we see the movement of businesses, especially not only big company but also uh small medium sized companies are under pressure to make change. I think a few years ago when we were talking to our clients, a lot of them just thinking this is something good to have or nice to have, but now I think it is uh, there's a such demand that everyone needs to make change and how can we all move into low carbon economy? I think you know sustainability is not just c s r or something goodwill but it is tied into risk for investor to eliminate risk for investor like bank and also I think there's a huge demand uh, from consumer as well as investors that they really want to know that their money is putting into good business and not just profitable business but of course you know profitability is still you know a key driver for Uh, investor to put their money into. But I think with the policymakers putting into compliance and all work towards building a sustainable future, I do feel that, you know, we are heading the right direction. I need to point out is also for Global Green Connect, I think where we are, are, which is providing sustainability training, uh, working with university here to close the knowledge gap and also upskill some of the workers it will be a continual trend um, because there's huge demand for all roles not just sustainability department that people need to have that sustainability skill so whether it's in finance or engineering or logistics supply chain human resources i think you know integrating sustainability into their role is very important so i think the demand for training will continue to grow. And we are in a very good position because when we design and deliver the programs, these uh, training programs are delivered by practitioners. So we're not talking about theory. We are talking about how you can really uh, bring sustainability into your work. And um, on the other hand, we see the growing demand from SMEs, which is a big bulk of GDP for a lot of uh, Southeast Asia countries. And they need to transform because all the greenhouse gas emissions that they emit is equivalent to the scope three CO2 emissions for all the big multinational companies. So multinational companies also want to see their CO2 scope three emissions being reduced. And that is a big bulk of their CO2 um, emissions because there's no point for them to pledge net zero by 2030 or 2040 when they cannot reduce their scope three CO2 emissions. And that is all come from their supply chain, which is indirect emission. So um so we see that our work is is in demand in the market and we see there are a lot of help that um SMEs are you know tapping into our expertise, you know, to lower their carbon. And on top of that, getting business, I think by helping them, they will also be able to tapping into cheaper finance from the bank and lender so that they can continue to grow or pivot their business into uh, a new area. So I think all in all, we can see, you know, what we are providing is um, very synergistic to each other. But also we are really uh, addressing the demand or needs in the market, but also Bring out the climate action so we've everything that we do is empowering individual or empowering business so that they can continue to uh, make change to provide a better environment for all
0: yeah definitely like you said in you know the past couple of years there's been such a drive for sustainability and yeah it's it's really not a a nice thing to want anymore it's a it's a need it's a requirement almost by I mean you know in places like Singapore where we are um is law at uh, you know to to have all these steps in place how about uh, you know Global Green Connect really has you know our two key aspects of our business which is consulting and training Um, What would you say to someone who's passionate about sustainability, looking to go into that space to make meaningful impact? Um, What are some advice that you would give a person that is looking to transition to a green uh, job?
1: Okay, now we can talk about transition into green job. And I think in the future, all jobs should be green. (laughs) Um, The reason why I'm saying that is because if you look at finance sector, and now we talk about sustainable finance, and then you 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 know for bank they can create products like ESG investing, impact investing, and um, they would put their money specifically into renewable energy or clean tech, or look at companies uh, evaluate their ESG performance. However, I think the investors are demanding uh, the bank to really look at. Every single business and every single investment, whether, you know, they provide good ESG performance. So so I think, you know, in five years time, I think investment will just become investment. There will be no more ESG investment. If you're not ESG, I don't think anyone wants to touch it. So um, same as green job. I don't think there will be such term called sustainability job. I think all role, whether you're in real estate, food technology, logistics, supply chain, even HR, I believe that everyone needs to understand what does it really means, you know, because I don't believe that a company can pledge net zero without transforming the whole company or the whole company people would step in can produce net zero results. So it's not just the CEO or the CSO to pledge net zero is going to make it happen. It just, it doesn't happen overnight. I believe it's a whole company needs to transform. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, this is where we're heading. And I believe that uh, there will be, and especially university now, uh, I think SMU in Singapore, starting from 2024, 20, which is around the corner, all the undergrad program will have sustainability subject. It will become mandatory. So I I personally, you know, work very closely with university. I can see that universities are also moving towards that direction. I believe other universities will also roll out similar programs. And it may not just be in Singapore, probably around the globe and in the region. It won't be, uh, you know, additional subjects or optional subjects for students to choose from. But it will it slowly integrate into the whole curriculum.
0: Maybe... Going a bit forward or a bit more on the educational space, are there any educational programs or resources that you would recommend for those who maybe are thinking now trying to transition into a green job?
1: I personally think that, you know, it is important to upskill. And of course, now we have specific program working with NTU in Singapore called Singapore Career Transition Program, SCTP for short. Um, So we design program for four months to six months to help um, individuals who are looking into green job in smart city and smart building. So these student learners, um, they could be in their mid-career, thinking about moving into a sustainability-related job, or uh, they're already in the industry, but they just need to upskill and then moving into a different area, so this four to six months will not only bring forth the um, practitioners to share what they know, how they integrate sustainability into the job, but I think that these program are also designed with capstone projects. So the learner will be able to visit companies, talk to companies in the space in this uh, smart city and smart building space. They will learn from the experts, and also they. University NTU will be helping them uh, to look for jobs after this four to six months program. So that's what I mean by, you know, helping them to transition into those green jobs. There are uh, similar programs out there, uh, may not with their sustainability focus, but, you know, for Global Green Connect, everything that we do is focusing on sustainability and will be more um, sectorial focus. So when we design the program, it won't be so broad that they don't, you know, when they graduate, they don't even know uh, which area or which industry that they can try to apply for job to. So I think what we do is very pragmatic and, uh, you know, from a design to deliverable perspective, to ensure that they can have a easier and smoother transition.
0: Mm, yeah, thank you so much for explaining that to us. The other part of the the business is the consulting aspect of it. And uh, maybe for those listening who uh, may have a small business um, or a medium-sized business looking to uh, transition to net zero, like you've talked about, uh, if they're looking at um, carbon management as well, how would they even start um, the ball rolling in um getting to that particular place in in their business
1: very good questions um i think for sme i don't think moving into low carbon emissions or economy is the top priority because they their focus is really uh to make money and survive right uh, because being sme is they don't usually don't have a lot of resources and manpower unlike a big multinational companies However, uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's demand, you know, from their clients, um, but also I think um, for SME they often, you know, will be looking at um, getting cheaper loan or, um, uh, you know, like cheaper finance. Um, and I think uh, with the interest rate keep going up, there's uh, another good reason for them to look into that space. And also f- apart from finance and clients, you know. And I think recruit talent and retain talent is also very important because with young people graduated now, when they join a company, they always want to know what are these companies are doing, you know, from, you know, a planet or people perspective. Um, They want to find purpose in their role. So I think for them to transition into um, a sustainable business or ESG focused business, I think that will also help them to recruit talent and retain talent. And also more importantly is um, they can tap into our consulting services and we will go in to coach them and guide them to uh, measure carbon because often their clients will ask them for carbon measurement and they don't even know how to measure. So I think this is one very simple thing that we can go in and help them to measure. We can guide them how to set target to lower their carbon emission. But on top of that, um, a lot of uh, SMEs, they could be in manufacturing. So I think understanding the life cycle um, of their manufacturing or product or even um, logistic is very important. So we do have a framework called life cycle assessment. So we, our consultants will go in to help them to assess their life cycle of their product usually. And um, we will advise them how to reduce carbon emissions and make the whole life cycle of the products more doing in a more sustainable way it could be a you know looking into circular economy and maybe tapping into some aspect that they never thought about um so i think all in all is like what get measured what get managed so i i think this is where we will go in we're not going to see the transformation overnight but i think um having our consulting team to go in work with them for three months to six months or nine months they will see the result and of course you know um, for medium-sized company they will have a little bit more resources where they will often get us in to not just do the consulting part but also training so I think that is what we are looking for and honestly the the demand is so big the service provider in the market aren't many so um with uh, when I say not aren't many that also including those with the experience so I I hope that you know this supply um, shortage will ease out in the next five to six years you know with more people being trained and get their hands dirty work in the field then we're going to see more professionals uh, helping SME as well as training in the next five to six years.
0: Yeah amazing so you know, it's uh, yeah, it, it really is that kind of market where it, you know, there's not a lot of people out there at the moment, um, doing training and consulting, and sometimes it can be uh, a little bit expensive. Uh, if you're looking at uh, business professionals that are offering this particular um service,
1: but the thing is, um, in Singapore context, I think uh, Singapore government enterprise Singapore has a really good uh, grant program to support the SME. Um, Two years ago, they put uh, $180 uh, under this enterprise sustainability program to support 6,000 SME to transform into low-carbon economy, Um, that including training. So I think for SME in Singapore, they are very fortunate to have um, such forward-thinking government to help them to transition into, you know, this uh, sustainability area. So um, I, I can't speak for other countries, but I I think you know for Singapore, I think for SMU to transform, they that would take away some of the pressure.
0: Yeah, and um, how would you know that the sustainability training that you're getting um, is is good? Um, You know, there could be a lot of training out there, just developing materials. How is Global Green Connect different from, let's say, some other providers that are out there giving training?
1: Um, I often say that my role is really quality control. So when I, because we're in the field for so long, so we do know practitioners. So I, when we bring on our trainers, we bring on trainers who are in the field. We know that they have been doing good job. Um, And they are qualified to train in particular sector. Um, Of course, you know, some trainer, they will be able to train on multiple topics. And frankly speaking, sustainability is such a broad topic. It's not just about E and S and G. You understand how to measure. You understand how to implement into your role. But I think that also comes with experience. So when when learners learn from our trainers, our trainers are sharing with them the case study which is um something that they have been involved and work on personally so it's not like quoting something you can find from google and say oh this is a case study that we let's go and analyze and let's discuss about it so i think this is the value global green connect could bring to the learner and often we uh I would say, especially with sustainability, it's not like going into a class to study law or accounting. It's a fast moving landscape, whether it's compliance or frameworks. Um, So it is important for our trainers to be in the field and up to speech. So when we bring the content to our trainers, uh, to our learners, they are timely and they're up to date. So i I would say you know if you learn from our learner our trainers six months ago on the same subject six months later i bet you their material is completely different Or, or maybe you know like largely will be different because with the changing environment so they will come they will bring up new case study or they will tell you, you know, the new framework and they will tell you the new compliance, mo- most up-to-date compliance. So I think that makes us very different. Um, and none of our trainers like, you know, sit in, you know, uh, the office and and creating material. They are in the field. They are, they are getting their hands dirty. So I think learners will learn a great deal from these uh, trainers. And I'm very pleased to Say that you know most of our trainers still keep in touch with some of their learners so they become friends and they become industry partners so they talk to each other not like oh i know more than you they learn from one another and i think that is um very unique uh, propositions you know for global internet.
0: yeah definitely i mean like you've always told me you know in in our conversations that sustainability is a collaboration between and partnership between everyone we're we're looking to um do everything we can for um this this earth i mean and the only way that we can do that is through working together um and i think that's such a, a big impact of global green connect that you know we're able to connect people to uh, industry professionals um so that we can you know grow the sustainability uh, ecosystem and that we can you know all join forces to to go ahead and do um do good work for for the world
1: yeah i would say uh, collaboration is a key and and we don't believe that we will only work we can work silo and i think this is something we have been doing for the last decade um we work with united Nations institute for training and research unita um uh through our social enterprise that we bring the, uh, UNSCG open hacks to Singapore that we work with young people we work with a lot of universities around the region um through our program and also we provide you know training and consulting pro- um, services you know to big corporations as well as um helping SMU to transform um yeah so we we believe that you know collaboration is really the key for us to um to build a sustainable future. But, and also I think when we come together, it's not only do good, but we want to build a better good for our next generation.
0: Well, Christina, thank you so much for joining us. So we do really appreciate it. It's uh, so this is our first episode of GGC Insights, navigating sustainability. So Christina, we'd just like to thank you again for sharing your wisdom and vision with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Leonard.
0: So join our community on social media. We are on LinkedIn and visit our website, ggc.com, where we offer sustainability consulting and education. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts, questions, and suggestions for future topics and guests on this podcast. This is Leonard, signing off from GGC Insights, navigating sustainability. Take care, and we will see you next time.